Welcome to Student Success Stories, the podcast where we spotlight academic excellence at Baylor. I'm your host, Carol Croson. Today, we're visiting with senior aviation sciences student, Mallory Frister. Mallory shares a lot about different things she's learned along her Baylor journey. One of the things that stood out to me was her use of study strategies, how she can use the notes app on her phone to convert notes that she's written to audio tracks so she can listen to those in her car when she's going from place to place. Listen in about how she describes how she's done that. I think you'll really enjoy the things Mallory shares and how she's learned to use any small amounts of time to maximize her study efforts. Hope you enjoy today's visit. Hi, Mallory. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. (laughs) Well, if you don't mind, could you introduce yourself to our audience and maybe share a little bit about where you're from and what brought you to Baylor? Uh, Well, my name is Mallory Frister. I'm currently a senior aviation science major at uh, Baylor. And I was born in Dallas and I grew up in the Washington, D.C. area. Uh, I'm the 12th pilot in my family and uh, looking forward to being a pilot later in life. Oh, wow. Awesome. That sounds really exciting. Well, in your time at Baylor, are there any particular study strategies or techniques that you've taken on that have been really helpful as you've tried to uh, learn the material? Uh, Coming to Baylor, I did not know how to study at all. And I actually entered as a biochem major, and I found out very quickly that you could not not study and do well in classes. Uh, So it's been a process for me to figure out what works best for me, and it kind of depends on what class I'm taking. But generally, I need to use study tools like Quizlet or uh, making spoken tracks on iTunes, because having uh, something that I can access easily on my phone, no matter where I am, like if I have a free minute, because I'm constantly moving around with my classes at Baylor and then actually having to go fly for coursework, uh, it's good to have something that you can just easily access and be able to review in places that are a little bit weird, like on the airport or in between classes or something like that. Yeah, it sounds like you really take advantage of the little bits of time. I've heard those referred before to as fringe hours, so just any little snippets of time that you have. Yeah, that's that's definitely something that I do. I try to schedule myself, but I'm someone who, like, my, my schedule is very flexible. It's really hard for me to plan week for week to have, like, a very specific time to study. So having the ability to be flexible and using those little things that you can do on the go. I also like running and listening to my spoken tracks and going to the gym, doing something physical while listening. It helps me, like, focus on that and not, like, it helps me focus by being able to use my body physically and like occupy my body while thinking of my mind, I guess. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more about these spoken tracks. How do you, what all do you put on a track and how does that work? It uh, depends on the class and I've actually used them for when I was a bio student and when I was aviation science. Uh, one way that I really like to use them is you go into notes and you type up uh, whatever you want to listen to and uh, you'll highlight the track that, or paragraph that you wrote and say turn into spoken track and will show up in your iTunes as a study tool. So I'll like, if I'm trying to memorize an emergency procedure for my airplane that I'm flying currently, 
I'll write out the emergency procedure with the call and response. So that way there's a pause in between the call so I can like think mentally what is the response. It's like verbal flashcards almost. Oh my word. I have never heard of this before. This sounds really helpful. Yeah, it's really great. I even like, uh, my parents live in Houston now. So when I drive down there and like, I really need to stay for something, I have Bluetooth in my car. So I'll put on the flashcards while I'm driving down and put other music in between it. So it's not just studying the whole time. So I'll go from like singing a lot to a song to like working on whatever flashcard I need to go to, to going back to listening to something else. How great. It's like you can create the experience of having someone else kind of quiz you, but you're quizzing yourself. Yes, I absolutely love that. Uh, with flying and aviation, you take something called check rides in order to get certified by the Federal Aviation Administration, and that's comprised of an oral exam and the actual flight exam. And for the oral exam, a lot of the uh, instructors who do the, or a lot of practitioners will ask questions that are not just, they want a specific piece of information, they'll ask it scenario-based. So I'll like type up scenarios and then have it pause long enough for me to think about like how I would respond to that just because it's good to, generally it's better to do it with a person than a verbal flashcard, but uh, it works for me if I'm in a pinch. Sure. Well, and then it sounds like you really have noticed the ways that you're going to be um, ask the information so you can prepare for the actual exam as far as thinking, kind of thinking ahead, like how would this professor ask me about this particular situation and creating those scenarios so you're already thinking like the professor before the Yes, test. exactly. I think it's really applicable to classes even outside of aviation, especially uh, I remember I had a bio teacher where you couldn't just memorize information because the way that she asked the question was almost always application based. So kind of getting in the head of like the person that's asking the question and not just focusing on rote memorization, I think is a lot more helpful and actually helps you get a better understanding by trying to look at it from a perspective of someone other than yourself. Sure. Oh, that's so great. And especially helpful with, like you said, an oral exam. I know a lot of our language courses utilize oral exams. And so this could be a really neat way to prepare for those, but to also prepare for written exams too. That's great. Well, it sounds like your day-to-day -day schedule is very flexible. Are there any kind of consistent things that you do as far as study routines in a typical day or week? You know, I really wish that I was able to say, yes, I'm super organized like that, but unfortunately, no, for me, you know, I'm really used to having to have a really flexible, flexible schedule because uh, most everyone in my family is a pilot. And even once you get out of college, like, Obviously, the schedule for a pilot it depends on what trips you're taking. So I'm, I grew up around that. So being flexible with my schedule is kind of ingrained in me. It's a little bit different than I think than most people. Oh, that's yeah. great. Sounds like you are ready for what your future has. So yes, very prepared. <laughs> awesome. Well, do you have any places on campus or off campus where you really like to study? I have a couple of different places that I really like to study on campus. Of course, I love Moody. I really, really like the garden level or more active area. For me, it's terrible to say, but I know who I am and I need the judgment of other people in order to make me study. 
if I go to the second floor where it's like nice and quiet, I will be working on my homework and then all of a sudden like Netflix will pop up and like, it's not, it's not great. So for me personally, I know I needed to be in a place where there's generally more foot traffic around. It keeps me like more focused. Gives you that accountability. <laughs> it gives me accountability. Exactly. So I don't start goofing off on my laptop. I have to be like, Oh yeah, I'm a pilot. I'm, I'm in, I'm in public. I need to be super like, you know, organized and professional. And like, if I'm by myself, I'm definitely getting on Netflix or like going on like a Wikipedia binge or something. <laughs> it's easier to, to go on those rabbit trails. Yep. Isn't it? Yep. Do you mainly study on campus or is there anywhere off campus that you like? Do you know, I go to a lot of different places. I really like trying different places. If I go to one place too often, I'll get too comfortable. And if I get too comfortable, I'll stop feeling like, oh, this is for me to study. I'll be more like, oh, I'm going to grab a cup of coffee and like, oh, my friend just walked in. So for me, I like trying a bunch of different places. Uh, generally, I like to rotate between like Dichotomy and Pinewood and the other coffee shops. And Well, sometimes um, as we think about how we learn the best and what's taught us the most, we think about maybe challenges we've overcome, mistakes that we've made, that we've learned from. Have you had an experience like that since coming to Baylor that's really influenced you? I have made a lot of mistakes in my college career, and I think that if you find someone who hasn't, I don't know if they've had a real college career if you haven't made mistakes. Um, honestly, I can't really pinpoint one mistake. Well, maybe I can pinpoint one mistake, but like, in general, the way that I react to mistakes, I realize now is how I'm going to be as a person for the rest of my life. So generally, like, I don't welcome failure, but like, if I happen to fail at something or something goes wrong or something's definitely not going to plan, then I look at it as an opportunity for self growth, which is a way that I think has helped me move past a lot of the mistakes that I've made is not to focus on the, oh my God, this is going to like ruin my plan. Like my, like, there's no way I'm going to graduate on time. Like, those are important things, but it's also important to go, this is not the end of the world. It's time to focus on how to fix this. And I think that's something that's going to follow me for the rest of my life, honestly. I think is a life skill that you can't really learn other than going through it is learning how to adapt and overcome failure. That's great. Yes, good life lessons, figuring out how to reframe it. I love that opportunity for self-growth. Yes, definitely. Like, for example, I said earlier, um, when I first came to Baylor, I was a biochem major. I was biochem pre-med. Like many other Baylor students who are probably listening have probably at one point been pre-med. And I realized really quickly that uh, it was not for me. When I came to Baylor, I wanted to be a flight surgeon uh, for the Air Force. And as I kind of start going through the intro classes. I was interested in them, but it wasn't something that I was passionate about. And the more I went through these classes, the more I realized I really wanted to do the surgeon part to get to the flight part. And when I found out that Baylor had an aviation program, I was like, I know it's so cliche to be the 12th pilot of my family, but this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. I need to commit to this now. I can't not commit to this because there's only one time that you're going to go through your life and be young. So I changed my major and honestly making the mistake of going biochem in the first place, I don't count that really as a huge mistake because if I had not done that, I would have always been questioning, uh, am I doing this because my family wants me to or because I really want to? And I found out very quickly that 
first and second semester of freshman year, uh, it was something that I really wanted, not just like my family. Yeah, it sounds like that journey really helped you to take hold of that passion for yourself. Yes, it really helped me take hold of passion for myself and realize that something that I really want to do with my college career is help other people realize what they want to do, especially if they like aviation, of course, because that's what I'm passionate about. But really anyone who's going through college right now and they're in a career path where they're like, I don't feel like I want to be in this, but I feel like this is going to make me successful later. If you're not passionate about what you're in, you're not going to be successful later in life. I really, really am sure of that is because you need to be able to put in the time and put in the love into whatever you're doing, no matter what it is, whether you want to be a doctor or a pilot or English majors, whatever you're doing, you need to have a passion behind it or else you're just going to be mediocre. Wow. Just really knowing your why and mm -hmm. believing in the purpose behind what you're doing. Yes. Great. Well, tell me about any organizations you're involved in on campus. I've been involved in uh, quite a few organizations. I used to be in RTC uh, and I was part of Arnold Air Society and I was officer for Ar Arnold Air Society. And then uh, after I decided that my path was going to commissioning school instead of ROTC. Uh, I joined the Baylor, I joined flight team, which is actually not really a Baylor organization, but has a lot of Baylor students on it. And I also recently of last year became president of the Baylor aviation organization and helped revitalize that organization, which I'm very proud of how far it's come. And I've actually passed it off to a new president. Hopefully they keep it going. And actually, even though I'm probably going to be graduating December, I'm helping start a new organization. In fact, after this interview, I'm going to a student organization to go talk about chartering it. <laughs> well, that sounds really yeah. exciting. So you like to be in that leadership role and, and see where there's a need maybe and start something new, it sounds like, too. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm not afraid of failure, so I feel like in order to start something new or be a leader, you have to have a little part of you where you're willing to take risk. Mm -hmm. And I'm a very risk versus reward oriented person. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I like leadership positions. That's so great. Well, with all the things that you're involved in and have been involved in throughout your time at Baylor, what is your favorite time management system that helps you know where to be when and keep all the all of your things together. Yeah, definitely, you know, it's basic, but the calendar app that comes pre-installed on your iPhone, <laughs> if I did not have that, I probably would have forgot to be here because <laughs> I would have forgot what day it was. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, just calendar apps. Uh, sometimes I use a planner, but most of the time, if it's paper, I will end up losing it or destroying it. So for me, something on a device is easier, uh, but yeah, I, for the calendar app, I put everything on it. I put all my flights on it, all my classes on it. If I'm going to go do a yoga class or if I want to schedule a time for me to go work out, I put it on there so I remind myself to go do other things other than just study and fly and organizations and make sure that I actually schedule time for actual life in yes. as well. Yeah. What are some of those things you like to do for study breaks or for fun outside of all the other tasks Oof. you have? Yeah, uh, study outside of uh, studying, I like to do a lot of different things. I really am an active person. Like, I don't like sitting still for too long. Uh, so I like doing things like going to run or going to the gym. Or I really like yoga now, too, which I never thought I was going to be 
that person, <laughs> but like I am totally that person. <laughs> uh, also like doing things simple, hanging out with friends, going to grab coffee. I really like trying new restaurants and new places. Again, it's a whole part of that. I don't like being stuck in a rut. I don't like getting too comfortable in one place for too long. I like uh -huh. constantly trying new things. Uh, like doing little adventure type things, like going yeah. down to Austin for the weekend or little exploratory stuff. Yeah, it sounds like you like seeing new places, which probably works out great yes. with your goals <laughs> of being a pilot. Yes. It <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Well, good. Um, well, you mentioned you like to get coffee. Do you have a favorite coffee order when you go and do that? Uh, right now, just because it's like 110 degrees outside, I loved, I love, love, love iced coffee with like a shot of caramel, no milk, because it's not super sweet. It's just like lightly sweetened and you still get the bitter coffee taste with it. It's, it's pretty tasty. Oh, yeah. I'll have to try that next time. Um, thinking through your experiences so far, and you mentioned that you really like to talk to students who are starting college and starting to get their feet on the ground as far as what they're going to do. What is some advice maybe you would give your first semester self now that you've gone through this much of college? First of all, I'd like to go back in time and slap my first semester self a little bit because when I came in from high school, I was, I'm going to say arrogant. <laughs> uh, I really uh, thought I was going to nail this college thing and I wasn't going to need any help and I wasn't going to have to study and I was just going to be wonderful because in in like high school I got straight A's I was a figure skater I did varsity sports on top of figure skating and school and being like head of the academic team like everything came easy and then college came and I'm very glad that college came because I think that Honestly, I would still be really arrogant if I haven't been humbled. <laughs> so I, I kind of am thankful for all the things that have happened that have kind of made me take a step back and like look at myself and reevaluate. And um, I would just recommend to people who are coming into college that uh, college is different from high school. No matter how prepared you think you are for it, there will be something that will throw you, whether like being away from home or like how hard the classes are or getting used to being able to study or having the time management to realize like I can't hang out with my friends all the time I actually have to go study but that should not scare anyone who's thinking about coming to college it should be viewed as a challenge that you will have to overcome and you probably won't even understand as a challenge until looking back at it because the majority of the challenges that I faced my freshman year I didn't realize it was a challenge until I went and like looked back at it the way I was like the way that I was handling my current situation and realizing that, oh, that was like a moment of personal growth at that point. But you never realize it's personal growth while you're growing. You never realize it's personal growth while you're going through the growth process, I guess. Yeah, when yep. you're in the middle of it. It does take being on the other side to have that perspective. Yeah, my mom has a saying that I really like. Uh, she's, she doesn't say hindsight is twenty twenty. She says it's 2400 and that the past is never what you thought it was. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's something to think about for yep. sure. Yeah. I think that's really true because, you know, looking back, gaining time and distance from whatever you're going through gives you so much perspective and allows me to go back and go, man, you needed to like, 
calm down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. helps, helps you learn more about yourself to help you in the future. Yeah. Great. Well, what are some of your favorite resources or a favorite resource at Baylor that you've used during your time here? Um, favorite online resources is Canvas because Canvas and like the other grading systems keeps me on track and lets me like check my attendance and make sure that I know what's coming up for the next week. So I can kind of like, even though my schedule is very flexible, I still, at the beginning of the week, I at least try somewhat to form a plan of attack, mm -hmm. even if it's not like set time blocks. Um, the other thing I actually really liked is I have used the tutoring center here and it helped me a lot when I was going through some of the basic intro courses for biochem, like a, the chemistry courses especially because chemistry was difficult for me but the tutoring center helped me out a lot with that awesome. so yeah glad to hear that yeah i'd recommend i mean it's free tutoring mm -hmm. you might as well use it <laughs> yeah yeah that's great yeah good well my last question today is thinking about all of your experiences and then all your plans for the future what are some of your hopes beyond baylor uh, right now, my main hope is I want to be able to graduate in December. I would like to be able to flight instruct in the Waco area, and then my goal is to go to the Air Force, and I'd specifically like to fly a jet platform, whether it's fighter or attack, something along those lines. That's my ultimate goal. Wow, that's really exciting. Well, we'll be looking forward to seeing where all you go and what all you accomplish. Yeah, I'll be looking forward to it too. <laughs> I bet so. Well, thanks for sharing all this with me today. Yeah, again, thank you for having me. You're welcome. I really enjoyed my visit with Mallory. I learned a ton and I really liked the way she was talking about the power of perspective and how part of the process of making mistakes is how you resolve those and remedy them after the fact. That's how we learn and that's how we can move forward. And allowing time and space from those mistakes can give us new perspective on who we are that can help us as we move further into our future. I hope you've learned something to take away and I hope you'll join us again next time when we hear another student success story. Do you have a student success story you'd like to share? Did you start implementing a tip or technique you learned from the podcast and want to tell us more about it? Maybe you have questions or comments about how we can make this podcast better, or is there a certain content you would like to hear about? Please let us know by emailing studentsuccessstories at baylor.edu. You can also check out our website where we have more details about the different episodes, and you can find that website at baylor.edu slash SSI slash podcast. Here you can download episodes, subscribe to our iTunes, and see all the show notes from all the episodes we've done. These show notes are great, especially if you've been listening to the episodes on the go and want to find out more about certain resources, tools, strategies. Um, some of our guests have mentioned, you'll find all that information right there. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Student Success Stories. This is where we share when new episodes are going to be uploaded, when we have more information about 
tips and techniques that different guests have shared. And also sometimes our guests take over our Insta stories and those um, stories have been posted to our highlights. So be sure and check those out. They're a great way for you to get a good connection with our guests and see more about how they've been successful as students. Thanks for listening. Our podcast theme song is Run One Down by Dan Leibowitz.